This is Barry Moore Moten, the creator of the Nightcrawler's End of Revelation, a survival horror film. When a high school senior trip to Coaster Kingdom turns into the end of the world, teenagers must scour the city of Cincinnati, Ohio, to make it to the nearest evac center as soon and as safe as possible. Unknown creatures from beneath the surface decided to wreak havoc on humanity. Now our protagonists must find a new resort for their survival. In a world of trial, error, and sacrifice, survival is nearly impossible. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Generic Podcast, where we talk about horror, sci-fi, and sometimes fantasy. Right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Generic Podcast. We have a really cool guest on the show for today, uh, independent filmmaker. He's really trying to make this film happen. I'm really excited to, to see this happen. So um, if anybody is out there, does any kind of like sponsorships or um, any, any kind of uh, mentorships or anything, hit this man up. Let's get this film made. Uh, we're talking to Barry Moore Moten today from The Nightcrawlers. How you doing today, man? I'm doing good, man. I'm chilling. <laughs> I'm glad to have yes, you sir. on. Hey, I'm glad to be here, bro. I'm and glad to be here. It's like this is an honor thing. My first ever podcast. So if I if I, if I stutter, if I get a little nervous, don't blame me. No worries, man. No worries. It's, it's, I feel like this show show has been like a lot of a, a first time first time guests. Um, okay, so I mean, no, no worries, man. You know, crack open a beer. <laughs> so, All right, conversation, man. I, I'm gonna crack open the water, water, <laughs> water bottle. <laughs> Drink the water, stay hydrated. So yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, man. Like before we get into uh, anything major here, like uh, just like introduce yourself let us know what you're all about and like how did you get into like the horror genre like what what draws you to that okay so starting off well my name is barrymore allen moton um i have a 77,000 fan base on tiktok and i'm trying to develop a movie called the nightcrawler's end of revelation imagine if monsters creatures from the underworld wanted to wreak havoc on human civilization this is the nightcrawler's end of revelation so essentially, it's about a group of teenagers that go on a high school senior trip and their senior trip turns into the end of the world. And I mainly take inspirations from games like Left 4 Dead, uh, movies like Quiet Place and Zombieland. A mix of adventure, comedy and, you know, horror. <laughs> well, I take inspiration from horror, folks. It's like ever since i was a kid I, I used to watch chucky like i used to, when i was little i used to sit down and watch chucky randomly or it the clown or something i used to in my favorite horror movie what started what started it all was probably child's play and freddy versus jason i'm like bro this is this is my genre genre right here so i gotta then i started to watch more films as i got older like train to busan that it was kicked it off i said no you know what I gotta write a movie like this. Train to Busan is probably one of the best horror movies of all time. One of my favorites. Yeah, but that's what mainly kicked it off for me. 
And so had you had any um, prior experience like doing uh, like screenplays or anything like that? Or did you just kind of like dive right I, in? Be like, I, I've been writing since I was younger. So originally I wanted to be a comic book artist and I started to write stories um, from that. What mainly kicked off the screenplay, I started writing during like 2016. I wasn't really thinking about it. I just usually started writing short stories because I wanted to make films one day. And that mainly what kicked off my screenwriting process. Had you like checked out any other like screenplays or anything like that? Like you've been to like simply oh. scripts or anything like that? Or oh, just definitely. I used to read, I, I read a lot. I stem from reading a lot of screenplays like This Is The End. Uh, I read Robocop. Mm-hmm. Um, I I usually look at older screenplays to see how they're formatted, and it, it it seemed like over the years, like the screenplay format has changed. Uh, uh not as not as much, but uh, just a little bit when it came when it comes down to their action lines. Mainly, I read a lot of other screenplays just to see where I can you know improve on or learn from. Yeah. What are, what are some of like your um like go-to's like if, you, if you're gonna say like i mean i know you about some of the different video games that you played some different movies that you watched that got you into it but if there are like any writers or screenwriters that that like you go back and you're just like i'm you know kind of like how some people are like huge into like certain discographies and, and directors and writers are there any that stand out to you that you've been like influenced by more than others or is it more focused on um just like a movie to movie um quentin tarantino straight up um he once i watched kill bill and i I just had to look at his writing see his writing style and i love what he did sometimes he goes pages with this dialogue sometimes his action is just so raw and he's very visceral when it comes down to his visual aesthetic so when it comes down to writing i take a lot of inspiration from him and he does have a lot of cursing a lot but <laughs> I, I feel like cursing is should be prominent sometime i feel like especially in rated r movies like i feel like rated r movies the best and that's who i mainly take inspiration from from when it comes down to the script writing okay yes sir and you got like a so, so you have a, a few different trailers and everything different like uh creatures some of the people that you've been trying to like get in the film um mm-hmm. so was that something because i know you you've been kind of like up and down as far like who's been in in uh in the hoops with like you know really trying to get this uh going um has there been uh, a certain point where uh, when you're putting these trailers together where you you learn new things or like is it more like you're having like do you have like somebody else make the trailers or is it something that like you've you've done and put together oh mainly sometimes i'll i'll find like a freelancer to develop artwork or make something of that sorts but usually when it comes down to the editing process i edit most of the videos and um try to pitch out um most of my projects through the editing and through voiceovers but yeah, um, but I'm mainly what I'm trying to. What the main goal about this project is I'm trying to get I Show Speed and Jenna Ortega a part of this project. I Show Speed is a social media star with 20, 22 million subscribers, and he said he was down to be in my movie before. But the thing is, I had the backing, and the funds of got got dropped because we wasn't able to contact him on time. 
So that kind of set back the project. And now I'm just trying to reach back up to the top and see how I can still get this movie made because I believe this story is almost like a coming to coming age. Yeah. Most people, when they see you this see the score at face its face value, they maybe see a uh, horror, just a horror comedy. But it's much more levity to the script and to the story when it comes down to it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's that's one of the things where you know I've, I've had a few other um, indie filmmakers on this show, and uh, one of the things that they've said both on and and off uh, mic is that a lot of times things just don't go the way that they want them to go uh and the funds is definitely one of the things that you know like like you know they'll be ready to go day one shooting you know they got everybody in place they get an email oh so and so backed out now they lose yeah like damn well what do i do you know and then so it's like there's all these different like jumps and leaps and hurdles and everything and uh you know i I mention this all the time on this show but i I think it's uh, hilarious how there's you know you you look at all those um like different lists where everybody is like 10 top like like top 10 (laughs) to to um like get famous or to some extra cash and like one of them is always like make a movie or like write a book or like you know like make like (laughs) a game or something like that and like i think like when when people read those lists like even with podcasting you know it's like when people read those lists and they're like oh man like i'm gonna grab my phone i'm gonna make a movie and like that'll be done you know it's just like oh I mean, it, it takes. Sometimes it could take years, man. You know, you know. I've talked to some people. Yeah. Uh, you know, in their movie before they even got to film something, it was like six, seven years, ten years of work. It's crazy. Trying to get everything Dang. together, and so I'm curious if you could just kind of like share and elaborate on your end, what your journey through all that has been, like leading up to the point where you're at now, and kind of like where you see yourself in like another year or two with the project. Okay, so I, what really, I'm, what I'm trying to do now, and what has been a struggle, because in 2022, my content was at an all-time high, and the views was coming in, type stuff. But I wasn't as consistent. I was still trying to focus on the screenwriting and the craft. I was saying, I'm writing speed in this movie, everybody follow along and people were honestly hyping this movie up type stuff and speed even said he was down at the time now the thing is after the years went by 2023 hit the writer's strike hit also the content creation shifted for film talk and i wasn't able i was afraid to promote my project because you'd be labeled as a scab so i was just gonna wait till this thing folds over and plus some of the members that i have in in my screenplay or want to be down like cody v from walk the prank is a part of sag and i didn't i didn't want to really promote anything at the time so that kind of put a damper on me and my content kind of fell off a bit because i wasn't able to connect more with my audience and uh built from that so now i'm just trying to focus on you know building building my stuff back up again of 2024 trying to i'm I'm thinking about making maybe a new account so i can uh or a webtoon probably comic book draw myself we just to try to find refocus and rebuild back my fan base that i once created but yeah um it's honestly hard trying to keep up with the algorithm also saturated tiktok especially for young creators and all creators just trying to be creative and uh and be creative and find a, a new way 
a new voice for this platform but like when you're somebody new and somebody that's you know that that's trying to do something new like people are gonna sometimes overlook and it's kind of hard as a creator but yeah yeah i mean it, it, there's always at least at this point in time there's so many different options and i think that the options a lot of time is can can what really just harm people in, in some aspect you know it's like everybody wants to just like go 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 and then it's just like if it if it's not consistent if it's not you know just oh you know this day we're doing this and this day we're doing this and this day we're doing this and it's like uh, and you, from on the outside looking in it's like oh yeah you know it's like this movie's gonna be out in, in like a year or so you know like they're working on it right now and like, i feel like that's yeah. kind of everything is you know you know it's kind of like for a perfect example the most recent godzilla movie that came out godzilla minus one and that, mm-hmm. that the the director writer he was also the, the lead visual effects coordinator supervisor yeah, yeah, yeah. And so so he got three different things going for him and so he had even said like oh you know i just want to make this one just one movie this is my vision this is what i want to do and now it's turned into like the studio executives are like hey you, you like make a sequel and like all these other people like make make a sequel and he's like i don't really want to but like i i guess if it's there you know like i will and i think the world that turned out that's crazy (laughs) yeah yeah there's always some kind of pressure it's just like it's just like okay it's like you get to the point where you know something something good is going on and then somebody else is like oh well we want more and we want more you know Mm -hmm. and it's like it it, it, it's like if the support is there is is good but it's hard to keep that support with the way how fast everything um, keeps going especially on tiktok like if people just scroll scroll boom they see another video okay they scroll again boom it's like uh, it's like four seconds and boom they're gone yeah bro the attention span it is it's just kind of hard to keep people's attention nowadays but i'm we're still trying you know so what, what would you say outside of social media has been like the number one uh either challenge or hurdle for you and what are a few hurdles that you you overcome since uh the inception of this project now that's the thing um outside of social media is no actual real progress real life progress and that's why after probably a few that's why i'm feel like i'm gonna step off of social media for a bit and try to actually meet new filmmakers because that's i feel like in real life connections it's how movies get made obviously and um hey tiktok i don't feel like i'm it, it tiktok's not gonna make me a filmmaker I feel like me chasing a dream and finding people that's like-minded like me when it comes down to filmmaking is gonna um, reach me to my new goal and my new height when it comes down to this making it in the industry. But that's the thing. Um, it's it's hard like right now where I'm at because like nowhere, there's no avenues for film like that. And there's no avenues really for screenwriters or people who I got a, a story that wanna get told. I live in a small town, Peoria, Illinois. It's not, it's really no avenue for a film here. So I'm probably gonna have to travel and branch out. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's one of the huge things is, is just like the, the different, uh, just like, all you know, checking out all the different organizations, you know, like um, one of the big things that I have been, you know, I, I haven't gone and, and applied to anything, but I, I keep an eye on it. Um, mm-hmm. 
And it's one of the things that, you know, I've been talking to a, a couple of people and they, they've uh, just kind of like reminded me of it. Like, you know, like, don't forget. Um, but it's like every state and almost almost every single town in every single state, like, you know, major towns, major cities um, at the beginning of the year. So like January, February, they have all these different kinds of like grants. Um, I always encourage people to, uh, you know, look out for that kind of stuff. Um, look for the grants. Um, look for the people that are looking to uh, like take a couple apprentices under their wing and like kind of like show them the ropes and stuff. I mean, the the biggest thing uh, that I can say to people, especially like the whole the, the TikTok community as a whole, because that's, that's kind of what that the background where you're coming yeah. from, and you know it's something that you mentioned is that it re- like the the connections really matter and i feel like a lot of that stuff happens off of social media um, mm. media lets people know what you're doing but i feel like a lot of times it's hard to get the right eyes on your work um X. and so even like reaching out to you know it's, it's kind of like when you're writing and um you send stuff out you know and you're either gonna get an acceptance letter or a rejection letter um and sometimes mm. you just have no idea you know i've gotten rejections uh before from writing you know the submission call was like a year ago <laughs> i get a letter just like oh yeah you know like uh you didn't make i'm like yeah i know i didn't make it like the book published and everything like you know the magazines are already out and everything and then, you know, it's um, it's a lot of the behind the work or, or behind the scenes uh, stuff that I feel like, you know, it's like if you're not in it, you're not going to notice it as much, you know. Facts. And also, I also feel like, you know, producers don't watch TikTok, you know, producers. I don't feel like majority of producers don't watch TikTok. I feel like the connection that you have with your audience is going to um, control the levity of how how successful your movie is gonna be so that's what i'm that's what i'm literally trying to build on tiktok i feel like most of the people like the idea and there's some when you're creating something ridicule is prominent like you know like not everybody's gonna like your stuff you get some comments that say you know um no this is a bad idea give up or whatever but ridicule is always prominent just know that if you created something <laughs> that's yours that you like then it's then it, that's what it that's if you like it that's what you need to do type stuff it's it's your project but you know this is mainly just hard just trying to you know reach out to pr- producers especially when they you make cold calls they say no i'm sorry we don't take unsolicited material or something like that you have to have some form of backing when it comes down to agent or manager and mainly that's why i'm going to be looking at all this year trying to find backing or agent or manager so i can get this script pitched and get this the script sold yeah and that's that's one of like the hardest things you know it's like so i mean there's there's two kinds of ways i mean you can go it's, it's like the the agent you know shopping things out for you or it's like you can do it yourself and i feel like you know even you know doing going like the whole like indie route because you know most of the people mm-hmm. that have uh, the show are, are uh, indie uh, directors and writers and uh you know a lot of the times it's just like they're doing everything you know themselves you know it's like they're getting all the all, all the you know the director of photography boom mics you know the uh, all the people that are going to be doing the color correcting 
you know, it's like they're doing, they're looking and, and doing all that and reaching out. And I mean, like, that is like the huge kind of like behind the scenes thing where it's like, you know, it's like you got to, you got to have that social media front going because again, you know, it's like you could be working on something and then like, oh, somebody sees your stuff and they're like, oh, okay. <laughs> now they have, yeah. n- now they have, you know, these three or four people are working with them and now like this is coming in, you know, and it's like, social media i feel like works that way is kind of like a um, an extra initiative you know mm-hmm. people can see what's going on and the people that are often going to be looking for other projects to work on those are kind of like if you're doing like um like if you like, like if you're streaming right and you, you know <laughs> yeah. and you, you know what they you know how to kind of have the people that are called like the lurkers you know it's just like yeah they're about their business but they're really like behind the scenes and they're only going to approach people when they see you know like x y and z is happening yeah it's like you never know that's the thing like when i was at the height, height of uh the night call it's 2022 there's a lot of people reaching out to me like like i got a lot of DMs trying people trying to help with the movie um some some most didn't was able wasn't able to stick around and that's the thing um when something seems bigger than what it really is but i literally had a fire but what people most a lot of people think a fireproof concept and people come and go when it comes down to trying to get people a part of your project i just need to find that one producer man one guy (laughs) that will just say oh yeah i like the idea let's get this made but they, they gotta have they gotta see the project through too like i do and if they want to I'm, I'm down for any creative changes like that's the thing but there's a lot like you said lurkers that you know just want just want it for simply that but yeah man. Is there any, any progress as far as like um you know because because the way that you've been promoting everything it seems like this world is something that like you've thought about for a long while um, it's got enough lore drawn from it, you know, with all the different inspirations. Uh, have you ever thought of doing like um, like shorts, and then like you know, kind of like bridge? Like you have all these different characters that you you've had. Have you thought of doing like you know, um, a, like a two to three minute film just based on like each character or something like that, just to garner more interest and then you know it's like so you have it's almost like little mini trailers you know Um, yeah then you can then you can have it's just something to add to um you know not only the toolbox as far as just showing other people like hey like you know like this is a little bit more about this character this Mm -hmm. is about this character and it's like just by doing that it's like you have you're getting more director experience you're getting your your name out there and and who knows i mean like i feel like those are the kind of things um that are often overlooked by a lot of people where it's just like you could make two or three shorts and then um all it takes is like for something like um like alter um or one yeah. of it's like i don't know if you've seen the movie uh piggy was uh i think two you two or three years ago they came out with piggy a- i seen that it started off on a short that's yeah. how most um that's how a lot well a, a lot of directors you know sometimes get famous over that the thing is, I try to start a short. It's it's a long story, but listen, <laughs> I try to start a short, man. And there was these two guys named Leo and Trey. We wasn't able to contact Speed at the time, so I'm trying to I'm trying to talk to them, bro. We're not going to be able to get Speed. We need to find 
we need to use these two actors that are down and ready. We had Elijah Roberson and Cody V from North the Prank. They was down and ready. And also we had Kyle Simpson a lot. He's a he's a rapper guy on uh TikTok, also an influencer. I try to get them these speed, but they were so bent on getting speed. And I said, bro, it wasn't gonna happen. And the thing is we were trying to raise 10K. We had and they had fun in themselves. And plus uh, another guy wanted to put $100,000 on the project for a short. But the thing is, everything, everybody was waiting around on how we're going to contact Speed. I, we tried everything. I had his number. He had two phone numbers. We couldn't contact him. We tried to contact his manager. We, we actually got some success with that, but he left us on scene too. So I was like, okay, now what's the next avenue? I tried, the, the short thing was tried, but you know, ultimately failed at the end of the day. So I feel like a short would still be good. The thing is, it's like, how are we gonna bring the circle back around again? We have, we still have some of the actors, the side actors, um, contact information is how like, okay, how are we gonna contact them? How are we gonna get the funds again, for one? Are we gonna get everybody back in the circle? Everybody still, people want to see Speed in the movie. The, the fan base that I do, and the people that want to see this movie, even though how we're it, it is, there's still people that want to see this movie get made. But is this a matter now? The funds. And also I wanted to do a 3D animated short, fully 3D. Um, we was trying to work with Nolyverse. He, he's a 3D animator on um, YouTube too. Amazing work, bro. I used to see it. <laughs> I used to see his stuff. And um, we tried to get him raised 10K for that. So we can get some 3D animators to work with him on a 3D animated short. That didn't work. Gonna start a GoFundMe, eighty dollars, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but then, I, it's like you try. It's just it's a battle of trial, error, and sacrifice when it comes down to getting some something that you want to create. And <laughs> this movie is something that I really wanted to create. Yeah, the lore is there. I feel like it's like maybe you just have to. You just, you gotta make the money yourself probably. And most of the things that that's you know, presented is me <laughs> self-funded, you know, into the thing, the animation, the art, everything. But yeah. Yeah, I think that's kind of like the the difficult thing. Like I was I was talking to uh, uh, a couple teachers that <clears throat> work at the university here down at uh, UT and they work in the film department. And they said that one of the things that they've noticed about um, upcoming filmmakers and you know this is something that it sounds like that you, you've addressed and you've looked at already so it's like you, you understand this kind of struggle with, um is that there are with, with, the, with the, the bloom of social media now especially with, uh, with, with gen z and, and um, like the younger millennials it's like you get this kind of confusion between oh i have a camera on my phone i filmed a couple things on tiktok and now i'm a filmmaker and then they're just like i'm gonna make a movie and then it's just like oh, like i don't know what to do you know and then it's yeah. like you know then it's like you get people that are in your shoes which they're, they're kind of like in this this like limbo spot where it's just like man it's like you know I'm like because we even my uh, a good buddy of mine and i mm -hmm. um uh back in like high school i think it was a couple years after high school um, we'd gotten together with a few of our friends and we made a super low budget film and uh, you know we showed it at the local theater sold it out for like I think it was like two or three days straight just sold it That's out cool. and it was a good experience but 
it's, it's one of those things where it's just like you you go from oh okay well now i have uh I've, I've gone from filming stuff on my phone to now it's just like man you got like you like you were saying it's like you got to make those cold calls um sometimes it's like you're looking at different agents you're you're writing up the contracts you're getting people to look at your um script and and get things fixed you know you're you're going to all these different like spots like on location like hey can we film here um times that we can come in and do this you know and it's like all this coordination that you know unless you're like one of these like high tier like four or five million view um tiktokers or or um people on like instagram or something that like they're they they have like the mini studios and they have like that kind of budget coming in yeah. you know the majority of people you know there's that gap between making the films on on the phone or making like some like some lower end stuff into the like kind of like where you're at now where it's just like man like you're gathering the resources and then like this part doesn't happen and then yeah. gathering resources again and then this part doesn't happen and then what they were saying is that there's a lot of times where you know they'll be like six months in a year in and they're like i had no idea it was this much work like i haven't even gotten to film anything yet you know it's just like i'm just trying to get the project off the ground and that's where a lot of people quit you know it's kind of like with podcasting yeah. that don't even last over 200 days you know and it's the same thing with people that are going to do a lot of the films nowadays it's like six months a year down the road if they're not filming they're just like nah like i don't want to do this anymore so the fact that you tried to do this for so many years just shows at least the fact that you have the 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 gumption and the dedication that you like it shows that it's like you really want to get this off the road like 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 around it going you know so i have a premise that i just want to tell i'm just telling i I got i got the premise i want to tell it's like it's the story that i actually love genuinely love that stuff and I just think I go back. I mean, I, I used to be filming stuff. I used to film like a lot of short films with my family or my cousins, like back then. Uh, <laughs> Chucky short films. We had a little Chucky doll. We used to <laughs> film stuff like that. But and I also think of it's you know when it comes down to virality and uh, getting um, you know the audience you know in tune. There's a 16 year old. This is guy that went. He was 16. He went viral. 55 million views for making a short for back rooms and now he got he got picked up by 21 laps entertainment Yo. 55 million views he's 16. <laughs> it's crazy i'm just thinking bro like how can i how can i do that type stuff and he, he originally took the idea from a reddit thread and made it his own and created his own short bite and now he look he got he's getting the feature made and i yeah. feel like if I had, mainly if I had the resources and mainly, you know, money is, if I had the funds, I'm not gonna lie, I, I could probably maybe get a little short made. And that's, it. I feel like people, I feel like if it's a short, if I do get short made, it has to be, have some sort of quality to it. Like, I don't want, you know, I. I'm very keen about having a good camera, so, but sometimes, you know, that is, that's not the all to be all. Sometimes the iPhone is, you know, what it is, and that, that can go for it too. But like, 
I feel like I just need everything to be perfect. And that's probably my procrastinating side, maybe. But I just, I want everything to be clean when and go smoothly. That's that's all. Yeah. I mean, those, I mean those, that's always like a, a, a big thing is, is just making sure that, you know, it, you're not you're not counting all your 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 eggs before they hatch, right? But it's like you got you you're putting your ducks in a row to you know to use some some old school lingo, you know. This, this has been kind of like drilled in the drilled in the head over the years. But it's like you know, and I feel like that's kind of like like you know where where you're at right now. You know, it's like you're you know it's like the the tower got knocked down a little, so you're doing like some reconstruction and everything. And and I, I feel like a lot of times the shorts is really like the best way to go because it at least shows in like a microcosm as far as like what you're capable of what your end results um will be and i, I feel like a lot of times like that is like the best way to pick up funding for different things um when you're at when it's like you're not in like different kinds of like associations or anything like that or mm-hmm. but you know I, th- I think one of the other things that you mentioned that's like a, a a really big factor as well is correct me if i'm wrong but i feel like being from like a smaller town also kind of makes things a little bit more difficult right because it's not like you can get yeah, up yeah. walk down the street and there's like you know um you know it's like here in austin you know it's like you know we got south by south by um south by southwest uh, that comes through every year and then you have fantastic fest that comes through which is like oh, a wow. on the, the film circuit um like you know that goes around with all the all the different um I think it's Beyond Fest is like right after that in California, you know, and it's just like that's where a lot of people um, will show off their their new films. And every now and then you'll get some really cool indie films that come through. Um, mm-hmm. So, I mean, for people that aren't in like huge cities or anything, I mean, like what you're doing uh, with the social media, you know, it might seem or feel like um you know you're not getting the eyes that you want but i think that comes down to the uh persistent nature that you have and that you've shown and it, that was one of the main reasons that I, to like even like getting you on here is just like mm-hmm. how how much you know attention that you you put onto this project and then uh you know it's like sometimes i'll, I'll look at people's stuff and it's just like you see one video and they're like i really want to get this done and then you look at their their social media and they got like two or three other videos and it's like one's from like four months ago one's from like you know a year ago and it's just like progress there's no like motivation or anything but like man like you you you've been putting so much stuff out man you you, you giving people headaches man (laughs) for real bro that's what i do man and that's why i want to drill it in (laughs) but the thing is like okay let's talk about one thing i know this idea is impossible it's close to impossible i'm getting i'm trying to get a social media star that is controversial and and a emmy award winner jenna ortega um jenna is like she's big and i originally thought okay she when i came up with this idea i was watching yesterday i was like okay she's she's very good i gotta write her i gotta typecast her <laughs> i'm get. i'm thinking in my brain all right then a few years go by, Wednesday blows up, everybody's doing the, the TikTok dance or whatever. And now she's as big as she's ever been. And she's obviously going to get bigger. So now this is like more <laughs> like how, like how in the heck am I going to get her? I got to find the back in there. Yeah, it's like you, you keep on posting content. I keep on posting content. 
you're doing this thing into people's head and everybody's like, okay, where's the progress? It, I mean, it's like, I set an ambitious goal, you might as well pull through with it. Yeah, that's it. And that's what I'm, that's what I'm gonna try to do. That's what I'm, I'm gonna try to my best to uh, get this movie made at all costs, man. Yeah. So what are like the, the big things that you're looking for now it just says like you're, you're you're regrouping i know you said that you might either try like a different approach with your social media um or like set something new up like start a new profile like what are what are like if you had like three or four like short-term goals to get to your long-term goal like what would those be okay for one is best in a short project get something out so people can see what i want get a proof of concept so people can see what i want um this movie to be like Two is I need I need to um, contact more producers. Twenty twenty three I laid dormant and I, I wasn't really networking like that. Um, and that's mainly what I want to do. Three is mainly mainly in, invest 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 into um, this this proof of concept and I I want to write other projects too. I just gotta get my name out there as a um, as a filmmaker. So I'm talking about investing and shooting my own stuff, doing stuff around the people. I do got friends that I can probably do a short film with. I I just gotta you know talk to them and um, regroup with them. And four is probably uh, you know still do what I'm doing, stay on the grind, don't give up, never back down, never what. You, yeah, you, you don't know the line. Yeah. Yeah, but main thing to do. I mean, you know, it's just like, I mean, between like not just not giving up and then just having having those short term goals, you know. Uh, uh You know, so I mean, like for anybody that's out there, I know, I I know, I got to, you know, with this this year especially, you know, there the I've seen like a a pretty significant uptick on people that listen to this show, which is really good. So I'm hoping that, you know, there's somebody out there that's going to be listening to the show that'll hit you up that has some some pretty good contacts. And hey, hey, if you hear hey, if you hear <laughs> this, I'm right here. Barry. My name is Barry. Contact me anytime. Please. Yeah. But um, it's honestly, yeah, it's a constant battle for real. Um, even some people, you know, look at the guy who made Squid Game. Yeah. It took him a very long time to get that um, that project that he wanted to get out, and they rejected his script so many times. Then they came, it became a viral sensation. Yeah, and, and they and they just now making a uh, lot. What what is it? A game show about it on Netflix. So yep. you never <laughs> you, you never know. It's like it just it's like it's all in a matter of how you got to make. Sometimes I feel like timing is everything, and sometimes. Also, you just gotta make the right moves. Right. I feel like if it, if, it, if I could have went back and done anything back in 2022, um, I probably would have um, made the content that I'm doing now, mm-hmm. type, type stuff, and I would have talked more about you know the characters and it and everything. I wasn't really, I wasn't really on as active as I as I was now. So I wish I could have did that. Get made a personal connection with my audience, but it, it's never, you know, it's 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 never too late. I feel like. So with the uh, with the different characters that you have, you know, because 
because you you make quite a few posts about the characters and then um you actually have some some pretty cool looking creatures what is the the main motivation behind your characters and then um as far as like the creature concepts i know you mentioned some different uh games and inspirations from that but like where do, where does the uh, inspiration from the monsters come from after the you know there's the different backgrounds of these characters so mainly i just wanted to i wanted to make these creatures something different i, I was never think i just thought thought of i used to always just draw these weird red creatures when i was younger and i just wonder if i just made these creatures red so i, I just call them crawlers i try to make a new unique design something a bit different uh and take a bit of inspiration from the quiet place and put them in and the xenomorphs and put them into my own thing um, but when it comes down to the characters like travion walker he doesn't know how to back down from my fight that's one I, I take that's why i take um, inspiration from. I never, I don't know how to back down from a fight. I never give up. Amanda um, Silverman is a character that um, smiles when everybody's around, but cries when she's alone. And I feel like when it comes down to young teenagers um, of this generation, everybody's having their, this, some, a lot of people have these silent ba battles. And especially with Amanda and what she's going through with depression and other stuff like that, I want to put that in the in the on screen to see how people or the audience can connect with her i feel like she's probably one of the most complex characters of this film and with amanda silverman being the the, the main lead or the secondary lead she's gonna she's gonna it, this this i feel like this film could be a has the potential of being the coming of age if with i'm trying to with the talent i'm trying to um get a part of it so what would be if, if like say like if you were out somewhere you know and somebody was really interested in in hearing from you like face to face what would be your elevator pitch for this film okay okay so my elevator pitch let me let me get, get into it. Oh, okay so imagine a high school senior trip to six flags it turns into the that okay uh, it's it's kind of hard oh my god <laughs> no, see bro, you put me on the spot game I used to do this stuff. I used to do it when I was working at Sam's Club. I used to ask people you know, around if you know anybody, any filmmakers. So, I, okay, this is what I used to be like. Um, okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, what if a high school senior trip to Six Flags turned into the end of the world? Unknown creatures have took over this state of Cincinnati, Ohio. Now teens must scour, scour the city to find the nearest evac before dawn. Something like that. It was some. It was. It was, it was more something like that. And I used to go more in, in depth into the plot. I I literally used to when I was working at Sam's Club. I used to ask people, "Do you know any filmmakers?" And this guy, he said, "No, but but let me hear about your script." And I usually I used to do that. Like, but yeah, but yeah, man, we used to put, put me on the spot there, bro. <laughs> Yeah, I, I've been working on that though. Now, because you said that, now I gotta know. Yeah, <laughs> the elevator pitch is definitely gonna because you never know who you run into at the end of the day. It could be a producer for uh, you know Sony or something. Those are like the two huge things, right? It's like mm -hmm. you gotta have the script ready, and it sounds like you have the whole script already set. Mm -hmm. So, uh, which is a good thing. A lot of people either don't pay attention to the elevator pitch or you know like you're saying you know it's like you know sometimes people ask you that and it's like you get caught off guard um but i mean at least like you, mm -hmm. you put thought into it and you're you're 
understanding kind of like where uh, your your world is and like the direction that is taking and everything and um you know that, that's one of the reasons when I, when I was talking to you and i was like man i was like i want to get this guy on the show see if we can get something going you know even if it's just like one or two people that reach out to you or whatever you know if they help you along with the project you know that's kind of yes. what we're looking for right now um but you know when you when you sent me uh, some of the info on your project i was like man i was like this reminds me like the days when i would sit down with some of my friends <laughs> left for dead you know it's like man yeah it's just gonna play that game man and hold, like, hold on what's who, who's your main who's my main yes i don't i don't have a main i just go on there and play i never like got like that uh, into like the stats or anything like that just because I, I never got to play a lot it was one of those things where it was like it, you know i would go to my friend's house and they would have it then they have it rounds or yeah sure as far as like online games or like buddy games go and everything for the longest time um my jam was battlefield um battlefield oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm, a, I'm a huge That's battlefield good. person uh i haven't really I, be better the finals is out so like I'm, i've been playing the finals a lot because it's the same people that uh put out some of the old school battlefield games but it's like the the few times that like i sat down and it was weird too because at the at the time that i had been playing left for dead and left for dead 2 i didn't realize that they were like you know it's like you go on and, and you're on xbox uh-huh. or whatever with your friends and it's just like oh okay you know like we'll play a couple rounds or whatever but it's like i didn't know until you know maybe like a year or two ago that like people were just like yeah like i love that game like 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 there, there's a lot of people that have gone the same route and, and had played that kind of stuff They're like i remember i was in college and we used to get on that all the time and, <laughs> and, that, and that that's always the thing that comes up you know it's like i love playing this character and i love playing that character and i'm just like damn like i just i just played it a few times <laughs> and, and, and like to me you, you know it's like i hadn't played something like that before where you know that it was just like all these different zombie hordes coming at you and all these different types of zombies and everything yeah the time i didn't even know what was going on because i hadn't i hadn't had a chance to play it a lot uh it was enjoyable uh yeah and i think kind of games that i feel you know like kind of like what you're doing you know i I would love to see more people take that approach and be like okay well this is something that i grew up on this is something that Mm -hmm. i enjoyed and you have all these different facets of horror background you know for a lot of people it's either they've read books and they want to make a movie of a book that they really like or they watch films and i feel like now we're getting into that era where it's not just books and it's not just films but it's like it's video games it's any kind pretty much any kind of visual you know it's like all these things encompass that are you know opening the door for all these new projects and not new concepts right because these things exist already in another fashion um but like watching um somebody stream last night while i was doing some of my work and they had mentioned um the cube movies i don't know if you've ever seen those cube i've never seen and was that originally a game no no so that that was the thing we were talking about it it's um it's a it's like a uh, a cult classic kind of low budget um like something you would see on like this the sci-fi channel back in the day um but like they're, they're dope movies and uh somebody was just like man like i don't understand why i don't know they don't have like a movie like you know they have the movies why don't they have a game of that and so uh, i think that's where we're where we're at you know like what you say with like the, the stuff with the back rooms you know so you have all these different 
uh, creators nowadays that are coming up with concepts that are for video like it's a video game and the next thing you know um somebody's like i want to make that into a movie um and vice versa you know yeah and so i feel like there's a lot of people that are in your position where they have an idea they're working on it but they either they either need the backing or they need a crew um Mm -hmm. so the fact that you're the fact that you're very prominent and and very consistent about putting out your 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 content and the fact that like you're very clear like i'm not giving up i feel like we need to see more content creators like that because even if even if this is that you know and and i'm not i'm not trying to like jink this i'll knock on wood here (laughs) but it's like put on the back burner and do other things i feel like the fact that you even made it this far and that you're still willing to put it to work and that you're still passionate about it i, f- I feel like that is something that a lot of people that are young or up-and-coming um, filmmakers need to pay attention to um yeah it's not easy yeah um i mean i mean if i do make it it'll be hell but it'll be a hell of a success story it's all in the matter what the inspiration i take like i feel like the left for dead is like a huge you know inspiration for me i used to play it when i was younger and it's like a cinematic like you you gotta understand like you play it's like literally a movie like you're playing a movie you're playing a zombie movie while playing a game and that's why i mainly take inspiration from i feel like there's nothing wrong with inspiration um when it comes down to making your own something your own but yeah yeah man but it's yeah, it's 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 gonna it's maybe it's gonna take money. It's gonna take time, but I promise, if I ever get this made, it's gonna blow you guys' mind. And so, do you feel like this is something that would be um like a one-off, or would you want to, or, or do you have like stuff for like a sequel, or or is oh, this just like a a, a one and done? Like once you yeah, get you got yeah. ideas that you want to work on, or okay, so the first movie i had a plan is the nightcrawler stuck at coast no no not stuck at coast fan the, the nightcrawler's end of revelation mm-hmm. about you know how cincinnati ohio gets overrun and how the old the whole world is dealing with this problem of creatures um we can have it on earth then the next one is going to be called the nightcrawler stuck at coaster kingdom where it's about the kids that were stuck on the senior trip that from the first film that didn't wasn't able to make it out and now the third one is Nightcrawler's Days of Darkness. And I wanna get more into the lore of the crawlers and get more into the, um, it's, it's gonna be more character driven. And the fourth one is Age of Extinction. That's, this, this is my plan. This is just, you know, my plans that I wanna do if I'd ever, if I, I wanna build a franchise if, if I, you know, yeah, I don't want just a one-off. So what, um, when, when you were putting all this stuff together, like conceptually until now, what would you say has been like the major shift for you as far as your approach? Is, has it remained the same or are there other things that you've uh, taken into consideration and learned from along the way or? Okay, at first really I was hesitant on uh, posting myself. Mm-hmm. I wanted to support mainly about the project and I used to mainly just buy artwork or proof of concept so I wouldn't have to be on camera but I felt like when I when I my first viral video one of them was a million views when I posted myself talking about crawlers uh the how the creatures that you know will emerge from the surface and how if you will survive or not 
And, you know, I feel like putting yourself and making yourself a part of the project is a huge factor of a success rate when it comes down grabbing people grabbing people's attention so they when they see you they see barry okay and not, he's the creator of the nightcrawlers he's that guy so i feel like that was one of them and also maybe um trying to to, to just reach out more i i've made a lot of opportunities by trying to reach out uh that i probably like to isabella marcel i i mean it was a cameo but still um but mainly reaching out um is one of them too like trying to find new people there's a lot of new people i have found found and uh made a lot of connections so yeah that's another one so yeah those maybe those two okay. yeah. and so would you say that um that kind of is impacting because because in a lot of the videos that you've been putting out lately you've been talking about how um, 20, 2024 into 2025 is, is, is kind of like the 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 big push that you're that you're trying to get across here. Is there something that like you want to focus on for these two years? Like, do you do you have like a, a roadmap, or is there like yes. a kind of agenda that you're trying to to nail down at least for for 2024? Okay, so this year, I'm mainly planning. I'm planning on developing more content, but it's going to be more high value content when it comes down to um, making shorts or whatever, just showing people, the audience what I'm trying to make and what I'm trying to bring to the table. So I'm not going to be on social media posting every day for a minute after probably not not too soon off, but I'm, I'm not going to be on social media posting every day or being as consistent. I'm going to try to focus on making a high value concept so when it gets out people can see probably bring the hype back up if it's 3d animated get 3d animators apart or if it's 2d animated something like that i need to have something for people to see um if not if it, without something like that then i i i yeah, and then that's gonna you know take a toll on me i gotta create something this year that's the goal how is that bringing you into to next year or or is that for both years oh that's mainly the next year name okay so if i get some i'm trying to get something out this year and if it does if this does i can hopefully i can get this one person that sees my vision hopefully a producer with a good project i believe it it, it holds the right producer for 2025 though i just want my project my project has to get picked up like i, I like it has to get if, if not i want my screenplay to get picked up and we hopefully start production but i gotta go hard this year when it comes down to this proof of concept and getting something made i have to get something made for some for these people to see if it's 3d animated if it's 2d animated i gotta get something i gotta get something made this year and so that's gonna be more my goal i'm gonna be pouring I'm going to be pouring on my funds into something to get made. I don't know how much it's going to cost. I got to set a budget. Um, maybe around, what, 2000 So I feel like, what, $2,000, you can do a lot. So if I save up maybe 2000 maybe that, or maybe less. And also, I want to network this year. So mainly making something this year, network this year. Making something this year, network this year. Making something, net, you know, you already get it. But yeah, bro, um, that's what I want to do. That's what I have to do this year if I want to be a filmmaker. I can't lie dormant. I know I know what I want to do as a 20-year-old man. 
And I want to, you know, I want to be a filmmaker. And that's what I have to do because it's my dream. It's my passion. (laughs) You you feel me? Yeah. Yes, sir. It's like when uh, I went to go see, um, oh, man, now now I'm drawing a blank. What was it? Um, The movie with the hand. You know what I'm talking about? Um, oh, talk to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I went to go. Yeah, to, I went to go see. Talk to me, man. And and I was blown away because, like, so I'm I'm one of those people. When I see a trailer, a lot of the times I don't want to get spoiled. I don't care if it's a video game. I don't care right. if it's a book or or a film, even a short film. You know something? I'll see one trailer, and if I'm hooked off of that one trailer, I don't want to know anything else. And so I'll. Just, <laughs> I'll you know, somebody's like, "Oh, we're gonna talk about this movie on this episode." Nope, not not listening. To it. <laughs> Facts. Same. I'm saying it. Like, you know, I don't want to hear anything about it because it's like I'm already hooked. So it's like I don't want to. I don't, I don't want to see any news about it or anything else. You know, it's like when, once I know that it's like it's at that point where it's like, okay, this movie coming out, or mm. this game's coming out. Um, you know, like I, I just went into that movie blind. And um, I went to the Alamo to watch this movie, and I don't know if they if they have an Alamo up near where um, where you all, um, yeah. but they have this, like pre-show segment where they have like all these kinds of like different like shorts and uh, all sorts of other kind of stuff that um, pertain to the movie. And they got to one point where the Racka Racka Brothers are on there, and I've been watching them since you know they made all these shorts and all this other stuff. Ronald McDonald, all that. Was- wait a second I was like, why are they showing this and then like they started going into like oh well we wrote the script and like it just got picked up this that, and the other thing and they're going through the, the <laughs> filming of their reactions of, of getting uh their, their script picked up and so for me i was like man i was like this this is a movie <laughs> i've been watching since i was a little kid true do all these like goofy things and this is this is what's become of it but i think that is that's that's one of those things right where, I, where i'm talking about where it's like it, I, I don't think it matters whether it is from tiktok or whether it's from youtube or what it's the fact that you know they show what they can do they're showing that they have the gumption to do the things that they need to do to get the thing done you know what i mean and yeah. exactly what you're doing too and so i think a lot of people they kind of like i said before it's like they look at the the where they want to be but it's like it's like they start off at a and they don't care about anything else in between they just want to get to z and mm-hmm. at, like i'm hoping at least for you for this year in the next year you know those are your goals and those are the things that you're, you're trying to do the networking getting um you know more knowledge under your belt meeting the people that are going to get you to the next steps you know this is this if that's the thing then like this year i hope it it, it blows up for you man because yeah, you know that's that's basically what happened like i said is the, the kind of like the same thing that happened with piggy that's the thing same thing that happened with talk to me you know it's uh. like that, that solid consistent effort and showing like we want to get this we're serious about this and i can tell yeah. you about this as well so i mean kudos so serious yeah. serious man yeah <laughs> <laughs> but, but hey hey listen and i don't know i know they're not going to see this michael or danny if you want to direct the night crawlers <laughs> hey, come, hey hit my line 
<laughs> but uh but yeah um experience is definitely one thing um but i feel like also if you have a story as a screenwriter is another thing like we have a story that you know the premise and you know the ins and outs and that you're confident you actually love the story some people just give up on it on their story after you know because they don't feel like okay this wasn't this wasn't worth it probably i i, I feel like this story is worth it to me and i feel like it, it holds something special when it comes out to the, the character the, the the character driven um plot but yeah man it's just yeah basically it one of the things that i like doing uh on this show is just kind of like giving the floor over to you in, in total, you know, and just have you either give like a piece of advice um, to other people, especially since you're doing film. So it would be, you know, um, giving people a piece of advice um, as far as filmmaking goes, um, or just something that you've learned along the ways that you know, has really helped set your path as far as what you want to do and what you need to do. And then, um, you know, after that, if you just want to go ahead and plug anything that you you, you got going, anything you're excited about, um, and okay. then where we can find you. Okay, sure. Um, well, starting off, ending this off, um, you never know the true value of a moment until it becomes a memory. You gotta set the most ambitious goal while you have time on this planet. If you never just time is not promised. It's just all in a matter of how. How can you bend reality to where, where you want it? Now I feel like you can be successful anyway. How? If if I'm ever successful, you know how I started, and I hope everybody here, or is, that is tuning in to Mr. Generic's podcast, follows their dreams. Do what they want to do, and let but don't let anybody hold you back. Um, if you want to find me, go on TikTok at Dead Two Bruce, and if you want to follow my socials, it's all Barry Moton One, B A R R Y M O T O N One. Thank you, Generic, for having me. This has been a honor. I'm telling you, man. Um, <laughs> first ever podcast. I'm at, my voice sound a little shaky got a little nervous but uh thank you for having me a part bro like this has been a this is a huge honor it was nice talking to you man and having somebody just to talk about you know my project and where i want to be in the industry in the next coming years yeah man i'm glad to have you i hope the next time that you're you're on the show you know we're talking about how, how your movie's doing <laughs> i hope so and, and, I hope so film, man. you know and, and and the things that you the, the new things you've learned along the way and you know, the, the second film, you know, it's like you knock the first one out, <laughs> you know, film two, maybe film three, you know, so. Yes, sir. All right. Hey, man. All right, then, man. It was nice talking to you. You have a nice one. Thanks for checking out another episode of the Generic Podcast. As always, all the links will be listed down below in the description. And until next time, y'all keep being the amazing people. Y'all are.